When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the movies that we retcon, nor are we associated with the artists who make them. Also, we're going to say a lot of weird and possibly dirty things, and maybe your kids don't need to hear that. The soundtrack for this series features Keijin Church. Find them at keijinchurch.bandcamp.com or wherever you get music online. Welcome back to Tales from the Cryptid, the podcast where your boy Gaston LaRue, aka your favorite cryptid, talks about creepy shit from the past. In the previous episode, if you will remember, Christine, despite all odds against her, with no one believing in her, and them changing the entire play literal moments before she went on stage, did a phenomenal job The entire crowd went so wild and crazy that they rushed up on the stage and she had to be escorted by none other than Raoul de Chagny into her dressing room where she recovered. Seeing this as the perfect opportunity to check out box number five, the patron went over next door to check out box number five. On his way, he saw a figure walking down the hallway, but decided... Mm. Best to stay on track. He did not find anything in box number five. just exited the dressing room of Christine. You left her in there by herself. Um, The door closed behind you and you could not help but overhearing this very loud and intense conversation uh, between Christine and a man in the dressing room. (gasps) Another man. Yes. it, It seems as though you heard another man in the dressing room. Which is weird, because you were just in there, and you didn't see any other men. Well, on the one hand, Christine has every right to speak to other men in her dressing room, and it is none of my business. But on the other hand, I really want to know who's in that room with Christine. I will return to the door and try the handle. Um, The handle turns, but when you push on the door, it seems stuck. Did I hear any sort of struggling or harsh tones? You heard some some harsh tones. Um, The man's voice sounded um, really angry and like a raised voice, very harsh. Okay. In that case, I will try to break down the door. Okay. Um, Let's do a roll for that. Roll. We're gonna roll. What what do you want to roll? Uh, I think what makes the most sense would probably brawn. Okay, I'll let you do it. Bra- Bring me a brawn. I'll brawn this up. 
brawn it up, and I'm going to say, hmm, what should be, I'm going to say maybe an eight. Can an eight? Beat an eight. Okay. I got a D12. We'll oh, see. Nice. I rolled a nine. All right, Raul, you uh, succeeded by plus one, so um, I'm going to say that uh, you... Jiggle the handle a little bit, you push on it a little bit, um, and then you're finally just like, okay, I gotta break this door down, I gotta figure out what's going on. And you, uh, how do you break the door open? Do you kick it or just like, push I'm gonna your say shoulder into a it? shoulder, definitely a yeah. shoulder. Kapow. Okay, so you kind of take a step back and you just ram your shoulder into it, the door opens. Um, it actually opens kind of easily, more easily than it should have, maybe. And you are back in the room that you just exited. Um, but it's kind of weird. There's nobody in here. Do I see anything else strange about the room? Mm, you look around. Um, you don't really see anything strange. I mean, you, you didn't get a good look of the room before you left because you, all of your attention was on Christine. But you don't see anything weird. Unless you want to do maybe like a brains roll. I can do a brains roll. Okay. Um, what have you got for brains? I've got, You've a, got a D4 I've for got a brains. D, I got a D4. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can... I can try for that four. You can four. try. I can try that for that four. Uh, no, it's it's going to be higher than no, a four. Though. I only, I only <laughs> roll a three. Okay. Um... Well, that's great because you get yourself an adversity token, uh, but no, you don't see anything. You just, nothing weird. I mean, you see the flowers and Did some... I break into the correct room? I don't think I've been in this room before. <laughs> you're, you're not that stupid. <laughs> you didn't leave. Uh, he, he goes back outside and checks the nameplate on the door just in case. Okay. It's like, no, it this says, was definitely the place. Yeah. It probably says Carlotta still. <laughs> That's got to be a first. Maybe not, but like, I don't think I've ever heard a GM try to reassure a character in a game <laughs> to have more okay, faith buddy. in themselves. You, you got this. <laughs> not Alex. <laughs> Raul. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Raul, baby. You're not that stupid. <laughs> Believe in yourself. <laughs> I've been to a university for 12 years. <laughs> oh my goodness. Then so you smart. probably know a lot, huh? Yeah. But you're only, I know you're all, only 19. I know all the general knowledge. <laughs> yeah, they thought he was a genius, but he wasn't. So he had spent like a really long time there. They liked me so much, they made me take the math class three times. <laughs> and then they were like, no more math for you. <laughs> <laughs> you are the best at math. You can quit the math now. Oh, definitely. You have, you have, you have people to count your money for you. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good, man. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You did it. Um, so is my brother, because my parents are dead. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. Times are tough, huh? Mm. No, not when I have money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we had this talk. Anyway, so the empty room, eh? 
Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, there's like costumes and mm-hmm. shoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you can like have a have a better look around if you want. I will. Uh, I will look around and see if there is some sort of speaker box making mean noises. You look around, and you do see there is a speaker uh, on the ceiling of the room, but this is the same kind of speaker that's in all of the dressing rooms, and. I don't know. I guess this is your first time in a theater, so maybe you don't really know what that speaker's for. But there is a speaker in the I ceiling. assume it is for speaking. Maybe it's for speaking. Mm, yes. The voice could have come from the speaker. Is there another way out of this room? You look around. There are a couple of other doors, but they look like they go to closets. I will enter the closet. Okay. You go in the closets. Give me another brains roll. This time, I'm going to say a three. You can beat a three. (laughs) That is a one. Oh, my. This is a very small closet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, with a one, you think maybe the closet goes... To Narnia. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Narnia, my favorite place. Give yourself another adversity token. I will. Numero <laughs> Can you trace. remind me what those do? Yes, I can. As soon as I look it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think at this they... point, Raul mm-hmm. is baffled beyond measure. And he is going to leave the room and try to find another dancer or actor person and see if they know where Christine is gone. Okay. So adversity tokens, you can add a plus one to a roll. Um, but you cannot cause a roll to explode. I don't know what exploding mm. means. I think it's when you roll if you've the already max number on the, the dice number. and you roll it yeah. again. Oh. That's how, like, if you have a D4 in brains, per se, and the Mm -hmm. challenge rating is, like, a six, if you Mm -hmm. roll the four, you can then roll it again to see if you can get the six. Mm, I see. Um, But other people can also use adversity tokens to help other people. So you can use your adversity tokens to add plus one to your own roll or to add plus one to another character's roll, as long as it makes sense narratively. Okay, so uh, Raul is baffled, and he goes off to find his brother. Or another play person that might know where Christine has gone. Raul, you leave the the dressing room, and you look around, and you don't see a lot of people. And by that, I mean you don't really see anyone. Um, But you do hear a lot of commotion elsewhere, (gasps) so you can follow the sounds. I will follow my ears. All right, you follow your ears. So you're following your ears, and a lot of people are... You see a lot of um, other people who came to see the play, really fancily dressed people. You see them going out into the main foyer, where there seems to be an after-party celebration. Uh, This is just after the... Opera people gather in the foyer to celebrate any of the dancers or actors or singers who might want to come out, and the the higher ups will come out and mingle with the patrons and such. 
Do they have baguettes? They might have baguettes. Okay, Raul, so you uh, you come out into the foyer, and you do see your brother across the room, and he is chatting up some dancer women. My brother's name is Philippe, correct? It is Philippe, yes. All right. I go up to him and... Philippe! Oh, Raul! My dearest, wonderfulest, favoritest brother. How are you, Raul? Where did you go? At the moment, I... I, I rushed the, the, the star of the show, the play, Christine, back to her uh, dressing room uh, when the crowd was too much for her. And she was... I mean... Uh, Philippe... She is, she is so beautiful. Up close. And you will not believe this. It is the same Christine that we grew up with when we were boys. Oh. Well, I was a boy. You were like a 35-year-old man or something. <laughs> yeah. I am 20 years older than you, brother. It's really That's weird. Amazing. It's really weird. But yeah. It, these, these things happen. You know, I, sometimes sure, there's sure. big age differences in, yeah. in children. Okay. Well, that's... Brother, that's amazing. I remember you talking to me about her when you were just a boy. Ah, I remember yes. you spent so much time with her, and then when you came back, you missed her greatly. Mm, so greatly. Anyways, she was in the dressing room, and then the doctor told oh, us to my. leave. Oh, my. You were in the dressing I, room? I was in the dressing room, and oh. I saw dresses. Oh. Uh, but the doctor told us to leave, and we left. And then there was shouting or angry speaking, and I wait, went... Wait, 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 wait. Who was shouting? I do not know. I do not know. There was a voice. It was a voice that what? was growling at her. And uh, when I forced my way doctor? back... I, he was. He was... The doctor had left the room with me, along with the nurse. Oh. And when I forced my way back into the room, there was nothing. It was a closet. And a speaker, and the dresses were still there, but no Christine and no voice. Hmm. That seems very strange. Are maybe she just went out the back way? Uh, I. The other ways were all closets to my eyes. Hmm. Mm. That is very. Interesting. Are you sure she's not just trying to give you the slip, brother? I mean, it It would not be the first time. Mm. Mm. Well, maybe we can ask around for her. Would yes. that make you feel better? I would love to do this. It, the, the sooner the better. Okay. Um, well, uh, there are the... The managers are over there, and they are celebrating. Uh, maybe we should go in and congratulate them on the victory of Christine and, and ask about her there. Wait, oui, let us do this, brother. Okay, so you two walk over to the managers. It is actually their first day as managers, if you all will remember. Mm -hmm. um, and the managers are also talking to a person right now who is a man who is very finely dressed... And it is uh, the patron. So, patron, what are you talking to the managers about? I, okay, I mean, I spend a lot of money here. I do. I always pay in cash. I, I'm here at, like, every show, and I have been for, like, maybe about a year. Um, and I think they just 
want to, like, they just, like, really wanted to talk to, like, they don't know my reputation for, like, not talking to people. Mm. And they were, like, wanted to come say hello and how is everything and are, are you, do you have everything you need? And he's like, mm. it, uh, it was fine. It's fine. Mm. Thank you. Mm. I, uh, so. I, I need to go to my car. Mm. Yes, that's that's exactly what happened. So Richard and Debian come over, they see you from across the room and they're like, oh, that's the patron, that's the one we've heard so much about, he's the one who gives us all of this great money, and they they kind of yell at you and shout at you a little bit, in a friendly way, not in an aggressive way, but um, they rush over to, to share in the victory with you. Uh, 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 yes, uh, it was a good show. Uh, give everyone... My regards. Oh, of course we want to give everyone your regards. You are one of our most... How should I say? Generous patrons. And we are so excited to have you at our dinner tonight. You will, of course, come to our dinner tonight. No. What what do you mean, no? No. The show is over. I will be leaving. But we will have baguettes. some, Some very important things to discuss. Oh... Oh, Raoul de Chagny and Philippe, the Count de Chagny. Oh, our other two most prolific new patrons. Ah, this is a wonderful night. Wonderful night. How are you both? uh, At the moment, uh, Monsieur Manager, uh, whose name I have not been given. Oh, I I am. I do not uh, care. I am distressed. I was in the dressing room with... uh, with Christine, you're the star of this show. I'm and sorry, you were what? We were in the dressing room. I was mm-hmm. there with a doctor person because they had fainted. Oh. And then we we were told to leave and we all left. And then, then there was angry voices. And when I went back in, I could not find your Christine or the angry voice who made the voices. The patron turns to you, like, aggressively. Oh. Says, the, the voice. What did it sound like? It, uh, it sounded like this. I'm an angry voice, and I make angry noises, and I don't like the way you did it, Christine. Brrr. How how good is this impression, actually? It's good enough. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should make someone roll. Why yeah, that feels this yeah. feels like a roll. Let me roll. <clears throat> Raul, why don't you roll for that okay. impression? What would you like and, me to roll? Um, what do you think? Uh, I think that might fall in the purview of charm. I think you're absolutely right. And then maybe um, Ben, if you want to roll as well yeah do i need to do i need to like pick up on it with my brains yeah maybe i like this i like this all right it seems like this is gonna be really hard but i don't know (laughs) this is my first roll guys yeah yeah can i I get some applause thank you thank you yes (laughs) so i'm gonna set this pretty low i'm gonna set it for a six so i get a plus one in brains because i'm an adult right yeah you get a plus one in brains all right, I got a 14. What What if how good my roll went lowered the DC for Ben's brains to 
thing. I think that's an ex. You know what? I I'm for this. So you rolled so well. You succeeded. So it was set at a six, and you rolled a what? A fourteen. A fourteen. Wow. So you succeeded by like eight. If that's the math. Yes, that's that is the math. The math. Dang. Which means you succeeded <laughs> quite impressively. So my um. So yeah, I'm gonna take that and say that that with that success, it's going to lower the DC on Ben's roll. So it's going to lower the original DC from a six all the way down to. I'm gonna say a four. We'll, we'll knock off two points. Yeah. Well, uh, brains is one of my better ones. Uh, I have a twelve showing on the die, and I I add plus one for brains because I'm an adult. I'm a, I'm a big old boy. Is that it? Is that all that I do? Yes. Okay. So I succeeded. What? Oh, and you you rolled a twelve. I did roll a twelve, though. Whoa! Okay. I got so I got a full crit twelve on my d twelve. So you succeeded by nine. I actually got a thirteen because I have a plus oh. one. Well, thirteen minus four is is still nine. Well, okay, because <laughs> that's how one. the math is. <laughs> La di da. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, nice. So, cool. So, uh, you also succeed quite impressively. Yes, 100%. This is such an amazing inter- in, like impression of the, the voice, and you know exactly who this voice belongs to based on Raoul's impression. Where? Where is this dressing room? I, it is back this way. Would you like me to show you? I don't... Uh, I don't, uh... Just say yes? I don't... Just uh, say yes? Uh, I don't think that would be Just say safe. yes? Yes. All right, this way. You're very persistent. I am. Okay, Philippe is just going to kind of hang behind, and, and he's going to say, Oh, brother, you go and, and have fun um, with the your new patron friend. I'm going to talk to the managers about their excellent success tonight. Philippe, Let me know if you need anything. You guard the money. I will take care of the ladies. You got it. You got it, bro. So and they you, run. They run. They run. <laughs> so far away. So far away. <laughs> <laughs> open and behind it there is a a tall man with dark hair and a mask covering half of his face and he has his hand stretched out to you I take his hand his fingers are covered in in white gloves but you can still feel how bony and icy and cold and thin his fingers are under his gloves I kind of tighten my grip, like just hanging on to them. And he tightens his in return. And he pulls you a little bit closer and just looks at you for a second. And then he says, Christine, thank you for coming to me. I know now that you are fully devoted to me. 
And uh, I would like for you to follow me. Will you do that? Yes. This is all I've ever wanted. I just want... I just want to sing. I know you did, Christine. Your father left me, the angel of music, to guide you on this journey of realizing your full potential of singing. And if you follow me, I will ensure your success as a singer. And your guidance is already. I did you see? They they were applauding. They, they were, were Christine, and they will do so much more, so much more. And you you will be a star, I promise. But you must only follow me. Yes, no, I'll I'll do whatever it takes. And he he turns away, but he's still holding your hand and he starts walking down this long tunnel. And so as you're walking, the the mirror closes behind you and it shuts out almost all of the light. You, at first, you think it shuts out all of the light and you can't see it all. I kind of fumble around to see if I can find the wall and follow it. Okay. Um, so he still has your, your hand in one of his hands. Um, but with your other hand, you reach out and you feel the wall and it's, it, it feels like it's made of stone and it's very cold and a little damp. Um, but with one hand on the wall and one hand holding his hand, uh, you follow him down this, this tunnel. And about after a couple of minutes of walking in silence, um, he stops slowly, not abruptly, but he stops slowly in front of you and you can feel him turning around. And at this point, your eyes have adjusted ever so slightly, um, and you can see just the faintest outline, but there is practically no light in this tunnel. Christine, follow this tunnel, and it will take you to a room. I need you to wait there for me. I must take care of something first. Alone? We can't go together? I will be there with you, in spirit, of course. But I must prepare for your songs, you understand. Yes, no, I understand. Okay, and you feel him let go of your hand, but before he lets go, he squeezes it tightly one more time. And it's as if his shadow just dissipates. And you're left alone in the darkness once again. Ben from Roleplay Redcon. Uh, I apologize, I've got a little bit of a cold, but I'll power through this short break anyway. Um, you will hear that cold uh, much worse in the next episode, because time is a face on the water. Uh, but, just real quick, I want to thank everyone for listening to this feed drop of Tales from the Cryptid. We're so happy to host our buddy Gaston LaRue, and we're especially happy to host our buddy Remick, the guest star for this series. She's an actual play podcaster and streamer, 
And she also makes TTRPG stuff, uh, like a, a game she made about being pirates. Right now, she's joining the cast of the Abstract Adventures podcast, a weekly D&D podcast that just wrapped their first season. Um, you can find all that stuff, all the stuff she does, at beacons.ai slash rim of the realm. We'll put that link in the, in the episode description. The music in this series is by Keijin Church. We're still not super sure about this, but we think uh, it's a computer in Italy somewhere. We have a Discord and a Patreon, and links to both of those are in this episode's description and on social media. There's lots of cool people having a chill time in the Discord, and the Patreon has like some deleted scenes and bloopers, and also some special episodes that we make uh, just for patrons. This episode is dedicated to our patron, Kristen Clement. You're a cool cat, Kristen. This episode was edited and sound designed by me, Benjamin Gray, produced by Two Fish and a Jug. And we're part of the Nerdsmith Network. And listen, more important than the Patreon or anything else is we need you to leave us a review somewhere on your podcatcher, especially on like iTunes, the big podcatchers, even on like Facebook. That works pretty good. Um, and we also like, I'm just going to be honest here. We need all five of the stars. If you like the podcast at all, please give us five stars. And then if you have criticism... Please write the criticism in your review, and we will probably see it. That's all. That's all I got. That's all my cold's going to let me say. Um, hope you enjoy the rest of this episode, and I'll see you for another one in two weeks. seeing the angel of music uh that's a great question so you have been how long have you been at the opera garnier i would think a few years um in one form or another maybe three or four so for most of that time you have seen the angel of music and at, at first, he seemed very um, soft and kind of withdrawn, and you would have, at first, you would just listen to him sing, and then you began taking lessons with him, um, and he, he told you that, that you must keep the lessons a secret because he wanted you to succeed in a very grand way. And if people knew that you were learning to sing, they would be expecting it and it wouldn't be as, as grand of a, an exciting coming out, I guess. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> but, but you've been seeing him for at least a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. But you've never seen his face. Mm -hmm. Okay. I... And you've certainly never gone in down any tunnels <laughs> with him. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's um, the first time for everything. Yeah, sure. She's not is. that kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, I'll just kind of wrapping my arms around myself and trying to ward off whatever cold or chill. I'll keep trying to stumble forward towards the room. As you are moving forward down this hall, um, you are having kind of a a war within yourself because 
you have this thing that keeps you motivated. You're singing your music and and pleasing the angel of music, but then you also have this fear of being alone and isolation. And how are you dealing with this? I think just the further away I get, the less certain. Uh, just really stepping slowly and trying to find my footing but not sure if I'm even like in the darkness, not sure if I'm making any progress, if the end is anywhere in sight and the tunnel stretches longer and longer and longer. So you're you're having this these these insecurities and these uncertainties and and maybe it's starting to really get to you. But then your eyes start seeing a a kind of light and it's getting a little bit brighter and now you can see the walls and and far off into the distance you can see a door is there light coming from it there is light coming the door is closed but mm. there is light coming from the edges of the door mm. then yeah i just rush forward and try and with sweaty palms grasp it and turn the knob okay and you do the door easily swings open and it's it's kind of a nice door for to be in this weird stone tunnel. Um, it's it's very nice, heavy wood, and the handle is is a very beautiful metal. And you swing open the door, and inside there is this really really beautiful room, and it looks like a woman's dressing room in a really nice manner. Mm-hmm. Can I, one of my strengths is intuitive, can I spend an adversity token to ask a question about my surroundings? And I want to know if we're still in or in the vicinity of the Opera House. So you know that the Opera House is is very, very large, and you know that the Opera House has many different floors and many different rooms and corridors. It's basically like a really small town. It's so big. And you also know that you've been walking for maybe about 10 minutes, which would still maybe put you around the vicinity of the Opera House. You, I don't think you've gone outside of... You don't think you've gone outside of the Opera House in the amount of time that you've been walking. But it's weird, because you've definitely never seen anything like this inside the Opera House. I'll try to make myself at home. Just find something warm to put on and kind of get acquainted with the space. Rifle through some things. Okay, yeah. So you, there's a, there's hanging on the closet, there is a beautiful robe it looks like this place is really, really nicely furnished. There's um, there's a couch, and there is a daybed, and there is a vanity. There is even a little wood stove in the corner, and there are some books. There's a piano. It's it's a it would be like maybe a very large drawing room or dressing room. Okay. I'll I'll just put on the robe to kind of ward off the chill and maybe sit down at the piano. I <laughs> I have in my backpack my inv- inventory here. I have some sheet music, uh, which I imagine must have been my father's. 
So I might just plink at a couple of the keys a little bit and kind of tinker away a little simple strand of melody. to Raul and the patron. What are you guys up to? All right. Here, this room. This is where you heard the voice. We. this is where I heard the voice. Exactly where did you hear it? In the room. (laughs) Stay out here. You do not wish me to come with you? I think you should turn and run as far as you can. That, monsieur, I cannot do. For the safety of Christine is at at stake. Fine, but I will not keep you alive. I mean, I will keep me alive. I mean, I'm I'm breathing all the time. Rich fools think you're all invincible. (laughs) I guess uh, he's gonna like do try to do the same thing. I hate to do this again, but like he would do the same thing. He would go and like he'd poke around this room a little bit. I uh. I feel like he kind of knows who he's looking for here, though, and, like, might do a slightly better job. Mm. No? <laughs> mm. Okay. So um, so you both enter the room, and I think you are requesting a, a kind of a lower. I don't know. Hmm. Actually, none of my skills... What I'm skilled at, like it, they don't really apply here, right? Because your your D twenty is in flight, right? I I am looking for a way someone would secretly leave this room. I might even say I am looking for a trap door, like maybe even in the floor. Monsieur, if I may draw your attention to this closet, and I throw up the door of the closet. It's very strange to me. I do not know. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it at a four for the closet. <laughs> I rolled a one again. <laughs> okay, what what am I what do I use to uh look look about here? Brains? Is those the yeah. brains? Yeah, you can okay. use brains if that's what you think you'd use. Why didn't I choose treasure hunter? Why oh why didn't I choose treasure hunter? <laughs> I got a four. Okay, well, Alex gets an adversity token. Yeah. And Ben, um, the patron, just barely succeeds, but nothing surprising happens. There's you. You sure do know that that it's, there's probably nothing in this closet. You look around. You 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 touch the back of the wall. You knock on it. It seems pretty solid. You knock on the floor. Maybe you grab something and knock on the ceiling. All you, you, you feel like you have exhausted all of the areas of this closet, and you're pretty sure that there's there's nothing funny going on in this closet. I think you are. Uh, I think you are finding patterns where there are none. There's nothing in this closet. I mean, there there are plenty of patterns on these dresses and these towels in this closet. Why are you here? I I showed you the room, and I am here to save Christine. 
Why? As it is a story from long ago in my past. You see, when I was a boy, my parents died. And when you they can, died, you, they... You can just say that you were in love with... You're in love with her. You're, you're, good. You're, good. you're in love with her. I mean, we... That is a short shortening of my story, we. Can you accept that she may already be gone? Like to the grocery store, or... Not to the grocery store. Like the bakery... Okay, so I'll let you roll. So um, I'm going to say it's a 17. (laughs) A 17 for, for finding anything in this room, which... In the the bikes book says a task for which success would be incredible and impressive, but this is nearly a, a nearly guaranteed failure. <laughs> I I I, don't, I can't I can't do a seventeen like I could not possibly match that. Well, if you roll the maximum number, you can roll again and add to it. Yeah. Oh, through exploding dice. Explode. Explode. <laughs> But it, it feels pointless. It feels pointless to do that. It feels like what 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 my like. I guess I can roll because I have an opportunity to do it. But like, it almost feels like that tells me my time would be better spent somewhere else. We need to go find the managers or someone, someone who would know something about this opera house. I suppose that's not you. No, I, I, this is my first time here. But I believe I heard they say the all the managers were new managers. Yes, that's the problem. We need to talk to someone who's been here a long time. Someone in the crew or the cast. I know. I know just the person. And and Raul <laughs> leaves the room. <laughs> oh, hey, wait, hold on. <laughs> I follow him quickly. <laughs> I actually catch up pretty quick. I'm faster than you might expect. Who? Who are we talking to? Trust me. I know exactly who to speak to. You can't just tell me? Someone I put all my trust in. And he runs back into the main room. And goes up to Philippe. Philippe! Yes, you've brother. Been here. You've been here more times than I have. Do you know anything about this opera house? I... We, we just had a tour of it for the first time together. We are new patrons to this particular opera house. You have not been here before? I thought you had been here before. Had I been here before? I mean, oh, I'm just, no. I'm just oh questioning. I don't, I don't know. Your contact was another aristocrat? I mean, uh, excuse is, me, I am his brother. This is my brother, Philip. He's 20 years older than I am, and he's very smart. Why, oh, I, I have been here before, yes, and uh, maybe I've been around a, a few times, but, um, yeah, I know a little bit about this opera house. I've seen some operas here and some opera ladies here. Why, what's your question, brother? We were actually just getting ready to go with the new managers to a dinner. See, and I just look at the... the prospector man and i do a little bow and a wink and like fine let's go to dinner excellent let's go to dinner um ah there are the the managers walking that way now let's let's follow them okay so you do you follow them to to dinner you go to this really nice uh this nice dining hall Mm. um what do we have in jency how can you possibly be thinking of food I thought you said you love this woman. She is missing. She has vanished into thin air, and you want to have dinner with these people. I I want to have a quick snack, and while 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 we are eating, we will ask them about the 
mysterious disappearing girl in the room and we will find her. I suppose I don't have better ideas. See? Stick with me, old man. We will get it done. Okay. So, uh, you, you sit down and what are you having for dinner? Someone tell me. What's for dinner? Soup. We have to have a soup course. You have to have a soup a course. soup and a, a salad and the three breadsticks. Is this a full course meal or is this like a light dinner? This is a light dinner to prepare for the after party. And the after dinner. <laughs> and the after dinner. You just, you just be eating food this, all day here. This is pre-dinner. Well, then can we have some like, f- like French onion soup in France? Ooh. Ugh. How gauche. Yes, there is French onion soup. Alex, and- Alex, you know ghost doesn't just mean gross, right? <laughs> I didn't think it meant gross at all. Okay. <laughs> now I feel bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Philippe uh, kind of get, like elbows you, like nudges you a little bit, um, Raul, and looks at the French onion soup and kind of smiles. <laughs> I know, brother. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I, I take my ladle and I pass the French under soup and I dip into the chicken noodle. Hearty. This will get me over my cold in no time. Oh, brother, do you have a cold? No, I do not, but I'm preparing for the next one. Ah, that's so smart, brother, so smart. And by the way, uh, sir, and he looks at you, the patron, and he says, I don't believe we've been introduced. That's correct. I'm Philippe. Nice to meet you. And you are? He just ignores you. (laughs) (laughs) I am Raoul de Chagnay, and you are? Managers. I will not not take you to the managers until you tell me your name. Oh, I thought we were at the table with them. They're there. They're there. Um, So the managers look up and say, yes, uh, uh, sir, yes, patron. What is, are you enjoying your time here tonight? Not particularly, no. There is a grave concern. But, and then he kind of gets and he says, but uh, it's personal. So not really your fault. But I do have a question. It's personal to me, and I want to know, where did Christine go? Uh, (laughs) that's a great... That's a great question. Did you not go to the the dressing rooms? And, I and did, and then there was a voice, and they and then there were no one there. Well, perhaps she's at the party with all of the other guests. Did you check the party? Did we check the party, Philippe? Um. Well, I was at the party, but I wasn't really. Philippe was at the party. He said there was no Christine there. Right. Yes. No Christine at the party. Hmm. How much do you know about this opera house? Well, I know that our previous, uh, the previous managers left us this really nice letter, and we were actually going to read it at the dinner tonight among (gasps) our most uh, trusted patrons and highly esteemed um, members of this production. I, I, I I punch the patron in the shoulder and say, what great timing. Yes, read it. Read it now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are are you okay? Yes. We'll we'll do that right now. <clears throat> this is actually a great opportunity. So, um, so he stands up, and this is Richard. He stands up and he does the little clinking of the glass, and he says, 
Hello everyone, thank you all so much for coming today. I hope that you have all enjoyed your time here. We have some lovely letters here to read, one of which is from the previous managers and the other is from... Uh, well, I don't actually know who it's from, but it was left in the important letters um, box, so we're going to read it too. And so he he opens the letter from the previous managers and he he begins reading it out loud and mostly it's just um formalities congratulating them on their new managerial positions but then uh near the bottom it starts getting a little maybe um maybe a little weird it starts talking about it says now there are some people at the opera house who need to be handled with care and there are some some members who have their own special requests and to please ensure that these special requests are taken seriously and are handled immediately or mm, Maybe not everyone will be happy, and wouldn't that be a shame? And as the manager is reading this section about this, um, his his brows kind of go together a little bit, and he looks over at his co-manager, who looks up at him with concern. And uh, he finishes the letter, and he says, "Well, uh, well, what a nice letter from the from the previous managers. The I definitely nothing." How nice of him, and and of course we will we will do all that we can to make sure that everyone in this opera is is very happy and very well taken care of, and everyone gives them an applause. I have heard rumors of a ghost, a phantom, <gasps> that plagues this opera house. Have you addressed these rumors? Uh, we have also heard of these rumors, but. I'm sure that they are nothing to be concerned with. We don't believe in ghosts, monsieur. Do you? No, I do not. Ah, then there you are. Then we don't have anything to worry about as far as ghosts are concerned. Maybe we just have some cranky cranky directors and, and stars that we need to, to make sure they're happy. Of course, I understand that. We all understand that. We, we've all been in this business a while. Did the former managers tell you about a part of the, any, any part of the opera house that might be not, that's not open to the general public, that is, is rarely gone into? Um, he looks over at his co-manager and then he looks back to you and he kind of narrows his eyes a little bit and he says, I'm sorry, sir, what do you, what do you mean that this opera house is very large? There are plenty of areas that, is this about the mold thing? Mold. From where? Uh, what causes nothing, the mold? I, uh, moisture, I think, but nothing to worry about. Moisture actually, from what? From I, where? I, um, you know, it's, we're in France sometimes. Uh, this seems very antagonistic. We This is a celebration dinner, you know? And we haven't even read the second letter. Second letter. Uh, I would like to hear that. Okay, um, but if I understand that, I I'm sorry, sir. I understand that as a as a patron of this 
of this theater who gives us so much money. We very appreciate your your input, and, and we will talk to you later about... The mold is nothing to be concerned of. It's, you know, these things happen in, in old buildings, and we're getting it taken care of, but I'm sure that you're concerned about the opera house, so uh, thank you. We'll talk. But I think I made them nervous. They're so nervous. Listen, they're so nervous. <laughs> did, see, did I make you nervous? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm actually not nervous at all. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you mean them as in me? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. No, yeah, they're a bit nervous, but <laughs> they're just not used to, to such intensity, I think. He he takes up the other letter and he he opens it and on the back there is a nice, beautiful red seal on the letter. And he says, oh, someone got a nice calligraphy set. How lovely. <laughs> and he, he opens the letter. He starts reading it aloud. It says, ah, dear Mr. Manager, I'm sorry to have troubled you at a time when you must be so very busy renewing important engagements, signing fresh ones, and generally displaying your excellent taste. I know what you have done. Okay, well, this is so nice. This is very nice. Excellent taste, if I do say so myself. How very lovely. Um... Uh, but of course, when I use these words, I... Okay. Um, he stops reading it out loud and he starts scanning the letter um, quietly. And you see a, a growing look of deep concern on his face. And then he scoffs and he says, I'm sorry, if I wish to live in peace? I'm sorry, what? He He quickly puts down the letter and he says... He hands it to his, his co-manager and he says, Dinner is is finished. Um, thank you all so much for coming. We really appreciate all of your, your valuable support and time. Um, please, let us enjoy the after party in peace. Thank you all so much. And everyone gives him applause. But everyone is starting to look around and, and also hmm. be very, very concerned. Philippe, what do you think would have been in that letter? You know, what I think is in that letter... Probably someone didn't like the previous managers and is maybe trying to 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 let this new manager know that that he better do a good job. So the managers kind of everyone else starts like standing up and chatting. Some of them start walking out the door. The managers um, kind of go over to the side by themselves and and start talking to themselves in like a, a very low whisper. We need that letter. I will go. Charm them with my patterns of speech. Perhaps you could take the letter from them? That's a, actually a good idea. And I begin walking toward the managers. Uh, they see you walking and they, they put on some, some smiles on their faces and they say, Oh, Monsieur Deshani, thank you so much uh, for, for coming tonight. We really appreciate it. Please enjoy the after party with the others. We, oui, I will, yeah. Enjoy the party with the others. After I uh, speak to you, uh, man to patron, uh, person thing, uh, what kind of uh, tapestries do you have in this place? Tapestries? Yes, there's tapestries. uh, The weavings of stories in, in weaves and cloth. Surely um, this place is so grand has a tapestry or two. Are you are you are you trying to charm them? Yeah. You want to roll for it? Sure, why not? Um I'm going to give you a 8. Okay. So I've rolled a 4, but I have four adversity tokens. 
why not? If you want to spend all your adversity tokens <laughs> on this roll, go for it. You you get them pretty easily. Um, yeah, I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, they, at first they look at you like, what? And then um, the, the other manager really elbows the, the first one and says, oh, the tapestries, you know, the ones that we have from the 15th century. And he goes, oh, my gosh, those tapestries. Yes. Oh, this is a man of taste right here. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't think about um, any kind of negativities. This is a night of celebration. Yes, Vicomte de Chagny, we have lovely tapestries. They are all the way from the 15th century. Can you imagine? The 15th century. Yes. Wow. There's one, and it has unicorns on it. It's so beautiful. <gasps> Describe them to me in detail. Okay, well, the unicorns, <laughs> they are uh, on their hind legs, mm-hmm. and... Okay. So, yes. so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I need to ask this, is this a mm-hmm. planned action in in the, like, rules for uh, kids on bikes, or a, or a, or a snap thing? Uh, what do you call it? Snap decision? You've planned it, yeah, you talked to each other and you planned it. So how does that change things? You can choose, of course, which one of your which one of your stats you want to use for it. And instead of rolling, what you can do is you can take half of like the total. Can I make an argument for flight being the pickpocket uh, stat? That, that I'm, it's a it's a grab and go thing, right? Like you never stick around after you do a, a pickpocket. You leave. <laughs> You're getting out of there. Yeah. Just <laughs> skedaddle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll accept it. Yeah, sure. You scooch over. Oh, you said yes. Okay. Yeah. Sure, why not? That I'll I'll allow it. Yeah. Did and did you say what my difficulty check is or do I not know that? I didn't. So, um the I'm going to say that the difficulty is going to be a little bit lower because Raul did such a good job of charming them. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say that we'll go with, this would be impressive, but expected for characters who are skilled at it, and you are quite skilled at flight, so I'm going to set it at a 10. Well, I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to take, if I tie, I get it, right? Mm Mm-hmm, yep. Oh, wait, but if I do really good, I can do, this is one of those games that has the, like, tiered successes and failures, right? It does, yes. Yeah, so maybe I want to do really good. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm actually going to roll. Roll, coward. <laughs> Roll, coward. It was a foolish decision to have done this. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I got an eight. <laughs> Do you have adversity? I don't have any adversity tokens. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, so uh, it, this is, you fail, but not too badly. Give yourself an adversity token, first of all. Hey, and then, cool. I really wanted one of those. And now you have one. And so you, you, you're trying to be real quick about this. That's the thing. You're just like, get it, get out, go. And so you, you just kind of rush in and you go for, you go for that letter in the pocket, but you're a little too fast and it, they, they catch it. They catch it out of the corner of their eyes, and it startles them a little bit. And they're like, "Oh, what? Uh, are you? Uh, what's going on? Are you okay?" I'm fine. I uh. And he looks at like Raúl, perpetrator. And- you have joined us. <laughs> per- perpetrator. <laughs> I don't think he. I I think he's prone to malapropisms. <laughs> I I see. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we were just talking about the tapestries, but it looks like everyone else is is going out for um for the after party. So, uh, perhaps we should we should all join them. I think Raul and I must take our leave. You know, um, manager, before we leave, what was in that letter that got you all spooky dooky? Oh, the letter. Mm. Hmm. Yes. Uh, he's he's feeling like he's in pretty good mood with you right now, Raul, since he just got to talk about one of his favorite things with you for a little bit. I do love a tapestry. And he also loves a tapestry. A weave a tale, if you will. I will weave a tale. So this this actually concerns the thing that the patron brought up at dinner time. You asked about rumors of a ghost. It it seems as though someone has taken these rumors to heart and is trying to scare us or, I don't know, bribe us or blackmail us or something under the guise of this this fake ghost and, and has signed the letter Opera Ghost. But really, they're just wait, asking. Wait, 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 wait. Oh? Like the opera we just saw? Oh, like a ghost of the building. Which is silly. There are no ghosts. We don't But there is an ghosts. opera, correct? Yes. Okay. Opera, no ghost. Opera, yes. Ghost, no. But it does seem to be a bit more serious because we thought that people would welcome us with open arms and would be happy to see us. And it, it is concerning. Yes, it is concerning that that someone doesn't like us enough already to to try and and be mean to us like this. It's just not nice. What did it say? May I see it? Um, it's. Uh, oh it, come on! I give it right back. <laughs> Go ahead and try to charm him. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say he feels pretty strongly that he doesn't, maybe he really doesn't want to show it to you, but, um, I'll Come on, put it remember at a the tapestry times? I'll put it at a 16, where it's possible for characters who are truly skilled at it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I only got, I only got an 11, though. And I, so you failed by five. Yeah. Um, you get an adversity token, but the yes. manager just kind of stops and looks at you and says, I'm sorry, why are you so concerned about this letter? Why do you want to see it so I, badly? Please, I am... Let's be face. I am almost a child. I am in an opera house. I get bored. I have a lot of disposable money to throw around at places that let me see letters. He looks at both of you in a very untrusting way and says, Gentlemen, excuse me. And he just kind of walks away. Well, I gave it a shot. Hmm. I thought I had him with the tapestries. I really did. Well, you actually did have him with the tapestries. Is it all right if we move on, gentlemen? Or was there something <laughs> I else? I really think we should. I mean, okay. there's right. really nothing right. else we can right. do. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> hey, hey, all this <laughs> yes. you've been hearing, this is me and Alex like desperately spinning our wheels and having no idea what to do it's next. Like, hmm. 
Can I just can we keep following them and like hit them in the head and take the letter by force? <laughs> Christine. So, Christine, you have been playing this piano for a while. There are no clocks in this room, so you really don't know how long you've been in here. Do you have a watch? I didn't write one in my inventory, so probably no. <laughs> and you wouldn't have one on your costume? No. So, Unless Tiffany had a nice watch. <laughs> I think... Which- just having found some relief in the comfort of like the piano and the sheet music and then gradually losing that as the time ticks by without knowing how long it's been just getting increasingly panicked in this room (laughs) you start off playing beethoven and then you're just sadly (laughs) playing chopsticks over and over (laughs) the the theme from rocky (laughs) The one that's famously played by trumpets. Not that one. Are you talking about the ba da ba ba da ba 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 da ba? Or Eye of the Tiger, which is ours. There's no piano theme from Rocky. I don't know, man. Are you talking about Chariots of Fire? I was actually making a musical theater joke. Um because there's a line in a song from a play that where the character loves to play piano and she likes to play the theme from Rocky, but it doesn't matter. It's not, it's actually wow. kind of a deep cut. <laughs> well, what hey, a deep hey, cut! I'm so Gen sorry. Z, let I'm... me tell you, it it landed real good. Well, <laughs> for a couple of anyway, people listening, <laughs> it turns out I'm the dumb one. <laughs> it's it's from the Putnam the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, but it doesn't matter. It's actually <laughs> it's a real deep cut. Um. Someone out there will understand it, though. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I want to look around maybe in more detail, like specifically kind of at the walls, if there's any if there's any other way out or if it's just the door I came through. Mm. So uh, there is another door. There's another door. Um, if let's say the door you came in is on the south side, there is another door on the west side. Ah. Uh-huh. Can I open it? The handle doesn't. The handle doesn't even turn. <laughs> I think I frantically try to jog it open, like use a little more force. This is gonna—it's gonna be a pretty high roll. I'm gonna call it a. I'm gonna call it a, a seventeen. Sorry, did you say in brawn or? Yeah, it's probably gonna be a brawn roll unless you want to. No, I mean, I got the D6 in brawn. Okay. Oh, it is a six. So I... Okay. Do you roll again and add it? Or is that only for a planned action? I think that's only for planned actions, and this didn't seem planned to me. Just, I think even now, like, feeling a little bit claustrophobic in here, I am going to go back to the first door and see if I can still get out that way. Mm. It also appears to be locked. 
Yeah. Looks like somebody should have been following strange men into tunnels. <laughs> That's This is a morality tale, actually. <laughs> Don't go into strange tunnels. Um... I, can I can I try to be more strategic about this one? Can I look at the doorknob and try and look at the mechanism to see if I can pick it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely you can. So that'll be a planned action, and you can choose anything other than brawn. Ah. I mean, you can choose anything including brawn, but you can also include <laughs> Let's something do else. do brawn again. No. <laughs> uh, I'll do brains. Okay. D- All right. I have a D twelve in brains. All right. Did- uh, it's still going to be a seventeen, <laughs> I think, for this one. Come on, come on, come on. We can do this. <laughs> it's a seven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Again, you you tried. You gave it your your best shot, but something weird about it is that it doesn't really have like a traditional lock on it. <sighs> um, you looked at it and and. And there's not like a keyhole anywhere, but you you shake the handle and it just doesn't, it doesn't, I don't know. You don't know what's going on with it. You don't know how it's locked, but it just is. And you can't figure out how to open it, but you get another adversity token. Hell yeah. Um, but while you, do you want to keep like looking around the room? Yeah, I think having, you know, given up on both the doors, I'll just try and look, maybe look through the desk, see if I can find a key or anything. Okay, so you look through the desk, and uh, there's only one thing in the desk, and it is a letter. (gasps) And it says Christine on it. Oh, I'll sit down and read it. Okay, so you sit down and read it. It has a beautiful red seal on the back with 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 nice red ink, um, and a, the seal looks like a rose. And you read the letter, and um, basically what the letter says is, it is from the Angel of Music. It is signed Angel of Music, and it greets you, Christine. And the the letter thanks you wholeheartedly for for joining him and for caring so much about the music and your song. It also reminds you of how proud your father would be that you have decided to to take this, this step in joining the Angel of Music. And it goes on to, um, to thank you for waiting so patiently while the angel prepares for your songs, but to please understand that it will take some time and and to continue to be to be patient. <laughs> just like staring at this letter like palm sweaty and just like frantic and frazzled. Mom's getting just incre- like trying to calm myself down, reading the words and just trying to listen, like closing my eyes and trying to listen to see if I can hear anyone coming. And you do hear something. It's very faint, but you hear some, what sounds like, maybe it's footsteps. Maybe in the other room. And at that moment, you hear a voice. And it is the voice of the angel of music. Christine, my dear Christine, you have done so well i am so proud of you and so so eager for you to start this journey 
and I am so happy to continue our lessons together. Are you ready for more training now, Christine? Yes, I'm, I'm ready. Please, let's... Uh, let's continue. Ah, that's my girl. Your father would be so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs>